Sweet, beautiful Texas. That's the music of the steep Canyon Rangers getting things started for us on the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoor Show, powered by Chevy Silverado and Hoff Power Polaris. I'm your host, Cable Smith. I appreciate you sharing a little bit of your weekend with me as we have got one heck of a show planned for you this morning. So let's not waste any time. Go ahead, pour yourself another cup of coffee out of that old beat-up thermos that you drag around deer camp every season. Uh, Grab your camp stool, pull it a little closer to the old campfire, and let's go ahead and get right into it. Off the top, we'll be joined by uh, one of my favorite athletes growing up, uh, Heisman Trophy winner, NFL All-Pro running back, and uh, for sure a Major League All-Star. And I remember Bo Jackson taking a Louisville Slugger bat on a pretty regular basis, and after he'd strike out... uh, all of us probably remember he snapped that bat over his knee like it was a twig, just a display of superhuman strength. Uh, but anyway, Bo is a huge hunter, and we're thrilled to have him join the show coming up here in just a minute. Uh, then we'll check in with Britton Schweitzer of Weatherford, Texas. He won the Texas Parks and Wildlife Big Game Grand Slam Hunt Package. Uh, four different big game species, whitetail, mule deer, pronghorn, and desert bighorn sheep. And Britain's going to tell us all about those experiences here in just a little bit. We will then change gears and talk a little fishing with our longtime friend, Captain Lynn Gerard, who joins us live from Baffin Bay. And uh, he'll provide our monthly coastal fishing report. So get ready to talk some trout and redfish this morning as well. It's going to be a jam-packed hour of outdoor programming coming at you. So get ready. Uh, Real quick, a couple things to mention Don't forget that the West First Responders Benefit Bass Tournament is this weekend. It's actually Sunday, June the 2nd at Lake Ray Roberts. Uh, Still time to get registered. I believe registration starts at 4 a.m. Sunday morning. And uh, you can check out westbenefittourney.com for more information. Uh, Also, I want to remind everyone that voting for our May Photo of the Month contest is going on right now on my website at LoneStarOutdoorShow.com. Be sure to stop by and check out all the great photo submissions uh, from the past month that y'all sent in. And be sure to send in your June entry. This month's grand prize uh, is an overnight hog hunt with me at Cox Wildlife Ranch in uh, Jack County. Uh, It's going to be a good time. We'll get out there, cut up a little bit, and do some hog hunting Uh, So send in your June photo entry to cable at LoneStarOutdoorsShow.com. And remember that our 12 monthly winners from 2013 will square off in our photo of the year contest uh, coming up at the end of 2013. And and the winner gets to join me on the exotic buck slash spring turkey hunt down at Coons Canyon Ranch in Rock Springs, Texas. So lots of great stuff going on with our photo contest. Uh, And you can check all that out right there on my website. Well, seeing as how we have so much to get into, uh, some great guests lined up, and uh, so little time to take care of it all, let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be joined by 
the legend himself, the great Bo Jackson. You're listening to the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoors show. And all them pretty people up on El Cerrito Place say all got something in their pockets. All got something on their Basket, your Western and workwear headquarters has all of the latest in Western clothing. Come on in to find the hottest styles of jeans, boots, hats, and belts from your favorite Western brands. Be sure to check out our great lineup of Wrangler fashions. Baskins is a Wrangler PRZA dealer with a full selection of your favorite Wrangler jeans and shirts. Also, check out Baskins' selection of workwear and flame-resistant clothing. Go to Baskins.com for all locations and store information. And check us out on Facebook for monthly contests. Baskins, Western, and Workwear. Need to buy a trailer? Well, Big Tex Trailers is DFW's number one source for trailers. In addition to utility trailers, we have the largest selection of cargoes anywhere. CM Cargoes, Wells Cargoes, Hallmark, Cargo Craft, and Pace. You want it, we got it. Come and get it. Call 972-501-0200 or go to BigTexDFW.com. That's Big Tex Trailers, tough as a Texas Longhorn. Cable Smith here for Magnolite, a Texas-based lighting company that's been outfitting the United States military since the 1960s. Over the past decade, Magnolite has continued to support our troops, but now they have over 200 lights ideal for your hunting and fishing needs, like the 35-watt HID camouflage Go Light Striker with handheld remote. That's 15 million candle power in the palm of your hand, ideal for predator and hog hunting. They also have remote-controlled floodlights, feeder lights, and LED boat lights. So go Texan and go Magnolite. Check them out at www.magnolite.com for all your outdoor lighting needs. If you're in the market for a firearm, you need to know about STI International. Based out of Georgetown, Texas, they're 100% employee-owned and offer the best warranty and customer service in the business. STI is renowned worldwide for exceptional fit and function. The patented 2011 high-capacity system proved so successful in shooting competitions that over 80% of competitors used STI guns or pistols built on STI frames at the USPSA National Championships. To see their full line of premier pistols, visit STIguns.com or check them out on Facebook at STI Firearms. STI, the continuing evolution of the 1911. Hi, I'm Craig Boddington. I'd like to invite you to become a member of Dallas Safari Club, one of the world's leading hunting and conservation organizations. As a member, you'll receive Game Trails magazine, a monthly newsletter, and invitations to our monthly meetings and special activities. Join Dallas Safari Club, an international organization based in Dallas, supporting hunting and conservation worldwide. For more information, call 800-9-GO-HUNT or visit our website at www.biggame.org. Frisco Gun Club is a one-of-a-kind facility offering a luxury gun range, club, and retail pro shop, selling firearms, ammo, accessories, and apparel. With 36 handgun lanes and full rifle lanes, it's the largest indoor range in the country. Gunsmiths are on-site, and CHL and safety training classes are available. Frisco Gun Club is open to the public and has a variety of annual memberships from entry level to private VIP club complete with full bar, cigar room, and upscale dining. Call 855-FRISCO-CLUB. That's 855-FRISCO-CLUB or visit FriscoGun.com. Opening summer 2013. Hey, Texas, this is your Tejas blood brother, Ted Nugent. I'm proud to be right here on the Lone Star I'm Outdoor Show. Bus, grab your bum. One on the bottom is one you want. Let's rock and roll as you roll down the road. John Wayne in a One of my all-time favorites there from Jerry Jeff Walker, Life on the Road, the name of that one. 
I'm Cable Smith, by the way, welcoming everybody back to the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoor Show, powered by Chevy Silverado and Hoff Power Polaris. And man, oh man, am I pumped up about our first guest today. He's not only a passionate hunter, uh, but he's also someone that many of us out there probably idolized as kids and uh, definitely one of the finest athletes that the world has ever seen. But uh, before we bring this individual on, I want to remind you to get to Cabela's, the world's foremost outfitter, to experience legendary selection and service. Let expert outfitters show you all the newest hunting, fishing, and camping gear, as well as the best in authentic outdoor apparel and footwear at tough-to-beat prices. And you'll get free shipping when you shop online and ship your order to one of Cabela's three great Texas locations. Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter. Well, without further delay, it is my pleasure to welcome Heisman Trophy winner, all-pro NFL running back, and Major League All-Star Game MVP, Mr. Bo Jackson. Thanks for joining the show, man. Hi, bro. You're welcome. Well, we are certainly thrilled to have you. And, you know, springtime is obviously a, a very busy time of the year for you. Uh, I'm not sure if you had a chance to to get into the turkey woods this season, but uh, I imagine that you've uh, at least started to spend some time wetting the line here and there. Well, I haven't had time to turkey hunt because my schedule has been so so busy during the spring, and I just went out to my warehouse to get the kit to take my boat out and run it down to the uh, boat shop to uh, get it ready, to get it working. But I, I have a lake boat and I have a river boat, so I got my river boat out because <laughs> I have more fun out on the river, banging, banging just against rocks and getting stuck and all that stuff. I kind of like that. Yes, sir. Nothing like spending some time out on the river. Uh, boat, you grew up in rural Alabama. So were hunting and fishing just kind of second nature in your upbringing? No. Uh, I really didn't get into hunting and fishing until halfway through college. Um, I met a gentleman who is one of uh, Alabama, who is one of the state's pioneers in hunting, bow hunting mostly named George Mann. He owns a lot of the state records there. He actually taught me the ABCs of hunting. And he was the person that's responsible for me getting into archery because he hunts strictly with bow and arrow. Uh-huh. State of Illinois, where I live, it's bow hunting only. So you can't use a rifle. Well, you can use well, you can use a rifle if you're vomit hunting and stuff like that, but you can't get caught in the woods with a rifle during deer season. You're being serious trouble. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes, sir. And there's a lot of big deer in Illinois. I know that for a fact. Oh, the deer are so big here that once I moved here 21 years ago, I think I've hunted once in my home state since moving here. Wow. <laughs> so you get spoiled quick. Yeah. Once you see them, you get spoiled very, very quick. All right. Well, uh, Bo, I tell you what, when I was a kid, you know, I remember watching your highlights, uh, both in the NFL and, of course, the major leagues, but... The thing that left a lasting impression on me as a young Texas Rangers fan was when you hit that line drive off of Nolan Ryan's face. He was my childhood hero, and I knew that if you could make the express bleed, that you had to have some kind of superhuman strength. Well, actually, there, there is a photo of that going around in all the sports shops. I think I got one at home on my wall in my office. That's one of the few 
athletic pictures that I got up in my house. And it's not because it's because somebody gave it to me and my wife put it up in my office just to, so, so it is a good conversation piece. It, it was just one of those things to where I hit a ball up the middle and it had a little too much juice on it and it ran up his arm and it caught him in the lips. But besides that, Hey, the guy is a legend and his own name. I respect him. And, um, uh, and uh, those, that's just one of those things that happen. Well, Bo, that makes two of us, my friend, because uh, I've got that same photo hanging right here in the studio of Nolan with his bloody jersey. And, of course, I, you know, I always think of you when I look at it. Um, but, you know, Bo, changing it up, a lot of people in the hunting community uh, have long been aware of your love for the outdoors. But, you know, the recent 30 for 30 featuring you on ESPN – kind of let the rest of the world see that that side of you with all the footage of you hanging out in your archery shop or your arrow shop, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it seems like it's almost therapeutic for you to be in there working on arrows. First of all, first of all, you can't call it an arrow shop. That's, that's like blasphemy. <laughs> it's the man cave. I think every outdoors, no, every man, period, should have a man cave. Mine happens to be in my electrical room slash furnished room in my basement. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where I go when I just need some peace and quiet or when my wife and I, when she wants to watch something on one channel and I want to watch something on another channel, I go to the man cave. Mm-hmm. So I got my fridge down there. I got cable down there. I got all of my little tools and trinkets that are on there. It's my place of solitude in the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the man cave. Right on. And, Bo, I'm sure that your walls are adorned with dead animals. Uh, <laughs> that's how the studio is at my house. But, uh, you know, I, I saw that you do work on fletchings and, and really have a ton of archery equipment down there as well. I work on everything, and when I say everything, a man cave should be described as a room in your house where you can go and manufacture anything or fix anything that has malfunctioned in your house. Right on. Not just for hunting and fishing, because I do a lot of that there. Uh It's just the fact that I just, that's just my place to go. Like I said... Uh, I have a buddy. I, I have buddies that have their own TV show now, uh, Archer's Choice and Vicky C. and Cerullo. It's a great show. They are good friends of mine and because they used to be closer to the city of Chicago when I first moved here, and they had a shop in their little town, and they shut that shop down. They went out of business. They, they closed it down, and I went down there and bought up a ton of – this was right before – um, uh, the small diameter arrows, the graphite arrows come out and carbon arrows came out and they had a big sale on all of their, the aluminum shaft arrows that I bought enough arrows, all different sizes to fill up a wheelbarrow. <laughs> and I still have those arrows and I still hunt with, with some of those arrows, especially when I'm going pig hunting, because you know, if you back in the swamp and you shoot a pig, that arrow is gone. So I don't mind shooting my big. 24-17, but I, I'll call them broom handles. Right, big old broom handles. So when I go pig hunting, 
I usually take a bunch of aluminum arrows, something that I don't mind losing, and so forth, and, so, and have a good time with it. Those are some of the things that I do. Well, there's no doubt a man cave is a, is a special place, a great escape, if you will. Uh, Bo, is the adrenaline rush that you feel when you're sitting in a tree stand and a monster 10-point buck walks out of the woods, is that feeling similar to how you used to get when squaring off with Nolan Ryan or Randy Johnson? You know, at the end of the day, you're going head-to-head and testing your skills against each of them. For me, it's more exciting. From the standpoint is that when I'm on a baseball field, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen when I'm on the baseball field. Randy Johnson is going to try to get me out with his 95-mile-per-hour-plus 95 fastball. Uh-huh. So, I, so I actually know what's coming. I just got to put the bat on it. I get more of an adrenaline rush when I'm sitting out in my stand and I see that 10-point buck walk out out there at 150 yards. And it's up to me to have masked my scent, my body odor, got the wind direction right, and camouflage enough to where when this buck walks past, because I am in his living room, he's not in mine, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't notice me there. That is more of a rush. And actually to harvest that buck in his own Living room is, oh, it's like getting a home run in the World Series, game-winning home run in the World Series. Very cool, very cool. And I understand that you're not just a bow hunter. I mean, you do uh, you do enjoy bird hunting as well. Yes. I love the upland game hunt, uh, uh, pheasant, quail. Uh, I haven't turkey hunted since 92. Mm-hmm. I've just been too busy. I'm always on the road traveling somewhere. Yeah, I know that uh, spring is your busiest season. You're you're doing lots of appearances, and and uh, you guys even have a charity bike run that you put on every spring as well. I have my charity bike run to benefit the tornado victims of Alabama from two years ago. The state is still recovering from that, so I can sympathize with the people of Joplin, Missouri. I can sympathize with the people in Oklahoma, what they're going through through right now, I decided to do something different because when you're riding a bike, everybody can participate. From we had we had kids this year as young as five, four, five years old out on their bicycles riding with us. And it was fun. And we do it all for a good cause, to raise money to help benefit uh the Alabama tornado release effort. Because these areas where the tornadoes hit, those areas will be recovering for a long time. Well, it's certainly a great thing uh, that you're doing there, Bo. And, uh, you know, I guess a couple other things here. One thing I do want to ask you is what is the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in the outdoors? The craziest thing? Probably the first time that I ever went deer hunting. My, my uh, mentor, George Mann, I was hunting down on his property in college. He said, and I was hunting with a rifle at the time. He actually put me on one of his winter wheat fields that sit back out in the middle of the woods. And he told me where these deer were going to come from. He said they are going to come from that way, down in the bottoms. And they'll come up here right at, right at, right at sunset. These deer are going to come up. 
And uh, I'm sitting there in the stand, and I look there, and I'm looking. See, and I don't, I really don't know what the regulations are now, but in Alabama, you could take two deer a day. Uh-huh. What I thought was a giant deer, it it was a basket rack cheek point about, with the spread of about, about 16, 17 inches, which I thought was a giant. Uh-huh. I harvested that deer with about an hour of sunlight left. And I sit there, and right after I harvested that deer, I got the shakes. I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. And as it got dark to where I couldn't see, I said, well, I'm going to get down, and I'm going to walk out to the road just in case he has forgotten to come and get me. And I can't see in the field. And I didn't know that deer blew at you when they start off, when they figure out someone is in their backyard. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm halfway down my ladder stand, and I hear this, and stuff running through the woods. I shot back up that tree. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is that? And the first thing that comes to my mind, there's a Bigfoot in the woods. Now, I'm, I am a 19-year-old, 20-year-old college student who has never deer hunted before. I'm sitting out there. I got my first deer. So I'm thinking Bigfoot can come come out to take my deer. So I go back up to stand, and I wait till it gets quiet again, not knowing that those deer ran off and came right back. I go back down the ladder again, and I get to the point where I put one foot on the ground, and right behind me again, I shot back up that tree, and I said, I am going to sit here. I don't care if the sun rises tomorrow. I'm going to be sitting in the stand. So I saw the truck lights come there. So when he pulled up to the edge of the field, he shined out there. There had to be about 15 deer in the field. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm like, what the hell was that? And, but, and I told him what happened, and he laughed, and he laughed his foot off. He said, no, those are the deer. When they blow at you like that, that's telling the other deer that there's danger in the area and or there is an intruder in the area. And that's how they alarm the other deer and they run off. And I'm like, thank God, because I thought I was going to have to fight with Bigfoot tonight. <laughs> so you're 19 or 20 then. I believe that you're 50 now. So you've been doing this 30 years now, man. And I have been doing it a long time. I've been doing it a long time. Yes, sir. Well, hey, Bo, the last thing I do want to ask you is bucket list hunts. I know you've been all over the world and, and hunted a lot of different animals, but uh, what's still on that list that you haven't checked off? Yes. Actually, I am going to cross something off of my list this year. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to Spain to hunt Red Stag with a, with a group of business associates, and I'll use a rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to Spain. Uh, in November, probably right around, right before the rut here back in the States. Uh, but something that's on my bucket list that I want to do, I want to hunt moose uh, yeah. with archery, with archery because I've uh, harvested elk. I've harvested elk, deer, alligator, wild boar, uh, you name it, even pheasant with my bow. I think one of the things from a selfish standpoint, it would have to be to harvest uh, Yukon moose. Well, that's pretty close to the top of my list as well, Bo. Yeah, one day, man. Yes, yes. So that's one of the things. And not only that, to go to Africa. Uh-huh. To go to Africa on a safari. 
um, and really I don't have room in my house for the trophy, I would like to go on a simple plains game hunt in, in Africa just to see the country and to uh, see all of the beautiful sights there. Very cool, very cool. Well, Bo, you obviously know baseball, you know football, and you certainly know hunting. And, you know, whether intentional or not, we, we appreciate you using your celebrity to help increase the number of folks out there hunting. Uh, I know that you've got a tea time. Uh, guys are waiting for you, so uh, we'll let you out of here. But uh, it's been great visiting with you, and uh, good luck on your red stag hunt. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You have a nice evening, but I got to run because I see guys standing out waiting on me, okay? You bet. Take care, Bo. All right. You have a nice So there he goes, <laughs> the great Bo Jackson. What a guy. I tell you what, one of those athletes that comes along once in a generation, Heisman Trophy, NFL running back, Major League All-Star, doesn't get much better than that. Well, moving on here, let's knock out a quick break. When we come back, we'll be joined by a Texas hunter who recently completed the Texas Parks and Wildlife Big Game Grand Slam Hunt Package. We're talking whitetail, mule deer, pronghorn, antelope, and desert bighorn sheep after the break only on the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoor Show. And I'd wake up with my sheet soaking wet and a freight train running through the middle of my head and we cool my desire. Hey y'all, Cable Smith here to remind you about GameGuard, the official camo of the Lone Star State and the Lone Star Outdoors show. So whether I'm on the water or in the woods, GameGuard is the name I trust. Hitting the lake for the spring crappie spawn? Choose from 13 different colors in the microfiber vent back fishing shirt. These high quality feather light shirts offer unmatched comfort and performance. And my favorite part, they are virtually wrinkle free. Ideal for the outdoorsman or woman on the go. Maybe you're headed out to chase a big gobbler this season. Well, GameGuard's full line of outerwear is Texas Tough, made by Texas hunters for the Texas hunter. So do yourself a favor and visit GameGuard.net for all your hunting and fishing apparel needs. GameGuard, the official camo of the Lone Star Outdoors show. Manly Rods, get your hands on one. The Manly Rods Adjust-A-Butt system is the most revolutionary fishing product on the market today. This amazing system increases backbone strength, height, and sensitivity and allows the fishing rod butt to be adjusted to any desired length. The patent-pendant Adjust-A-Butt system is standard on all Manly Rods and available to custom rod builders, which means endless customization possibilities for all you fishermen and fisherwomen. Check out manlyrods.com. Manly Rods, feel the difference. This is Brian Spagnol from TexasMotorCars.com. I'm here today to tell you about the best place in Texas to shop for your next vehicle. TexasMotorCars.com is a family-owned and operated business located in Addison, Texas. We have a huge inventory of pre-owned vehicles and specialize in trucks and SUVs. Please visit TexasMotorCars.com today. Come see me, Brian Spagnola. Our phone number is 972-481-1660. <laughs> We all need a friend in the gun business, and that's why you should check out BNS Guns. Family-owned and operated since 1987, we offer a lifetime warranty on all firearm purchases. At BNS, we have a gunsmith on staff at all times, and our 5,000-square-foot building contains all your hunting and firearm needs. Open seven days a week, we specialize in Nikon, Leopold, Browning, Remington, Swarovski, Benelli, Zeiss, and many more. Conveniently located in Garland, call 972-226-1816 or visit bsgunstore.com. That's bsgunstore.com. 
Hi, me Vishaki, and thank you for listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show. One phone still is what I heard the bartender say. I never thought my own wife would ever turn out this way. Green snakes on the ceiling, walking walls I can see. One full of stew, and on the stew sat food. Little Johnny Bush bringing us back on the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoor Show, powered by Hoff Power Polaris and Chevy Silverado. Green snakes on the ceiling is the name of that classic there. Uh, I'm your host, Cable Smith, by the way. So glad to be here talking hunting and fishing with you. And uh, we're about to visit with a Texas hunter who won the Grand Slam Hunt Package offered by Texas Parks and Wildlife. If you're not familiar with what the Grand Slam encompasses, uh, then hang on just a second because we will tell you all about it momentarily. But first, this segment is proudly brought to you by Real Bark Hunting Blinds, the official blind of the show. Real Bark is Texas-made and Texas-owned and offers the finest in comfort and durability in a hunting blind. Be sure to visit their website at www.realbark.com to see their full line of extreme blinds today. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on our next guest. Uh, He is a native of Weatherford, Texas. And like I mentioned, he recently (laughs) hit the jackpot, so to speak, when it comes to Texas big game hunting. It's my pleasure to welcome Britton Schweitzer to the program. Thank you very much. You bet. And you know, from time to time, Britton, we try to bring on our fellow Texas outdoorsmen and women who have something incredible or extremely rare happen to them in their outdoor adventures. And uh, your recent outdoor adventure actually got started with a phone call that you were not expecting. So uh, walk us through how you became aware that you just hit the hunting lottery jackpot, so to speak. Well, I was actually, I, I have a restaurant in Weatherford, Texas, and I was on my way back uh, to make a deposit and put my daughter down for a nap. And uh, I got the random phone call it said unknown number it literally said that across the phone said unknown number and uh in the restaurant business you get a lot of phone calls people trying to sell stuff so i assumed that's what it was and blew it off and (laughs) made my deposit and got back home sure enough there was a message and uh so i checked it and uh there was a voice on the phone said uh this is uh so-and-so with texas parks and wildlife i need you to call me back at 512 and whatever the number was I was like, oh, wow, what in the world would Austin, Texas Parks and Wildlife want with me out in Weatherford, Texas? Yeah. And so naturally, I'd gone bow hunting the week before, and I, you know, I checked everything. I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm always right on there's, there's, I've never done anything wrong. I can't, you know, I can't fathom why they would be calling me. Uh-huh. And so I decided, well, maybe, you know, maybe something happened out at my lease, and, you know, maybe maybe I was a witness to something, or, you know, I don't know. And so I was like, well, I'll just call them back. And so I called them back, and they said, well, are you sitting down? And I said, well, yeah. And uh, he's, well, you won one of the Texas big game hunts. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me! I can't believe it. Can't believe it. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm thinking, you know, maybe the alligator hunter, duck hunt, or something like that. And uh, you know, uh, I said, well, which one did I win? Are you sure you're sitting down? <laughs> yeah. I said, well, you won the grand slam. I was like, well, you got to be kidding me! Wow. Well, what I what I do every year is I I actually put a hundred dollars towards all those hunts. Uh, whenever I get my license, I do it online, make it quick and easy. And there's my little personal donation to Texas parks and wildlife. Cause I know that they can definitely use the money and I use the parks and I fish a lot and I hunt a lot. And so, you know, it's just my little personal donation and I forget all about it. 
so, you know, I had to actually ask this person, so what exactly is the Grand Slam? Because I've never really looked into it. I knew that it was the big deal. I just really did not look into it deep enough. It's kind of, you know, why look at something you're never going to get kind of thing and why get your hopes up for something? And so they explained to me that it was a whitetail, a trophy whitetail hunt, a trophy mule deer hunt, a trophy uh, bighorn sheep hunt, and a trophy uh, pronghorn antelope hunt. And I was just in, I, I couldn't believe it. And, you know, I started, I, I was just, and they said, well, everything's taken care of. All you need to do is bring a cooler with ice and uh, these guys will be calling you soon. I'm like, <laughs> you, you're kidding me. Like, the only thing is not taken care of is transportation. There's like the mounts, everything is taken care of. I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, I later on found out that there was 18,303 entries in the category and I won it with one ticket. Um, wow. And uh, it was just an amazing experience all the way around. It was four separate hunts at four different times. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just, I, I couldn't ask for anything better. Everybody was just wonderful uh, that I hunted with and just amazing experience. And I definitely recommend everybody going and, and entering into it because it's, it's for a good cause on top of, you know, the fact that you win it, you know. And, of course, I did the same thing again this year. I, I entered in just like I always do and just do it across the board. You know, you never know. But it's, like I said, it's my personal donation, so it was really neat, neat experience. Yeah, and just so folks know, I mean, your in total investment for for the end all be all hunting package in Texas was nine dollars. I mean, that's how much it costs to throw your hat in the ring for the Grand Slam. And I mean, you get to hunt whitetail, mule deer, pronghorn antelope, and then the crown jewel, the desert bighorn sheep. And just so people realize how rare that tag is, Texas Parks and Wildlife issues two to three desert bighorn sheep tags a year. Uh, so clearly a once in a lifetime opportunity, and I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about the highlights of those hunts, uh, starting with the whitetail hunt. The whitetail hunt was in uh, Uvalde, Texas. It was a, a really neat ranch in Uvalde, and on each hunt you can take a person with you. So I took a, a friend of my a husband of my wife's friend, and uh, that's a real big hunter, and and so he got to photograph a lot while he was out there, and and. You get to take a non-hunter, and uh-huh. uh, and so he just he had a ball just going. And uh, on the second day, I harvested a uh, 169 class uh, uh, white whitetail, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was a really neat experience. We saw it was an, I believe a nine year old deer. Um, we saw a lot of deer that were that were younger, but were just massive. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like holy cow. But when this one came out, it was very clear that that this one was definitely one to take. Yeah. Um, he was, uh, uh, I mean, just all kinds of gnarly and tall and just abnormal and had a triple crown on one side and just really neat looking. Yeah. Uh, he had six and a half inch bases. And, uh, so it was a, a really neat experience. Wow. A nine year old upper 160 class buck. Uh, that is pretty cool. And I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, it's not uncommon these days for a deer to, to reach nine, 10, 11 years old. Uh, on these well-managed ranches with strict management plans in place. And, you know, of course, they're feeding sometimes even year-round, but uh, they, they can reach ripe old ages for sure. Uh, yes, yeah. And that's the, the ranch uh, ranch guy was telling me that. He said, he said yeah, we, we get them. They, if they're taken care of right, then they can get definitely a lot older. Uh, once again, we're visiting with uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife Grand Slam hunt winner, Britton Schweitzer of Weatherford, Texas. Uh, Britton, Tell us a little bit about your mule deer hunting experience. The mule deer hunt was out by uh, El Paso in the Hueco Mountains, and 
it was a really neat experience too. Um, it was a 25,000 acre property. And, uh, so we got to drive around a lot and see a lot. Um, I ended up getting him on the second day also, which was really surprising. It was the biggest one he'd seen all year. Um, and and it was a 158 and it was due to the drought. They just, you know, weren't getting just, you know, monstrous that year. But, um, that was a 312 yard shot up a mountain and, and dropped him in his tracks. And, uh, it was just a monstrous, it was just a big deer, really big bloody deer. And uh, then I stayed and, and actually hunted Havelina the next day, and we were going to go coyote hunting the next day because they're, they're five-day hot. Yeah, man, I wouldn't be leaving early either. <laughs> the bighorn sheep was a really neat experience. Um, that one I took my father-in-law. Whoa, 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 don't jump ahead. Let's uh, let's save the bighorn sheep hunt uh, for last. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, no worries. Uh, and I'm actually going to hunt uh, muleys around El Paso, uh, next December, it's uh, already on the book, so I'm glad that you had a good experience out there, and I'm looking forward to it. But let's go ahead and hear about your pronghorn antelope hunt. Uh, the pronghorn hunt was uh, was up in the Panhandle, and uh, actually become real good friends with the, the guys that I, that I hunted with up there. And uh, that one, we actually it was very windy, and um, there was just a real short window uh, to to you know with the tag to to get them, and uh, we saw them and. We would see, you know, one here with a couple of females and, and running around, and they were just sprinting everywhere. I mean, we just could not get one anywhere near us. The closest one we got was about 400 yards. And we were getting a little discouraged. We were running on the fourth day, and uh, we got up, and we were just driving around and, and driving around the whole ranch. And we were about to go in for lunch and probably take a nap and, and uh, got in the back seat of the truck. Hey, hey, stop for a second. I think I just saw something. But sure enough, we see this pronghorn and the wind is howling at by 50 miles an hour and uh we were right behind him and he was facing into the wind below on the below this this hill that we were on and had no idea we were there and we were probably 30 yards from him mm. and he had no no clue we get out of the truck and and uh, we were making all kinds of noise you know, and uh ended up, ended up taking him on the fourth day uh-huh. And uh, that was a really neat experience, too, just because I've never even hunted in the Panhandle area. Oh, yeah. The Panhandle is, is certainly a, a special place, no doubt about that. Um, you know, obviously, we've been building up towards the feather in the cap of uh, of the Grand Slam, which, of course, is the Desert Bighorn Sheep Hunt, the hardest tag to come by in Texas. But before we hear about that experience, uh, we do need to squeeze in a quick break. So, obviously, uh, I'm going to ask you to stick around for a few more minutes. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. And, uh, by the way, that segment proudly brought to you by STI Handguns, Texas Made and Texas Proud. They're based out of Georgetown, Texas. They've got a full lineup of 1911 and 2011-style pistols and calibers. Do what I did and visit STIGuns.com. And go, Texan. Go, STI. We all don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more from Britton Schweitzer. We're talking desert bighorn sheep hunting after the break only on the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoor Show. It's just a bolt action, 20 gauge in my grandmother's 410. And a 270 that my dad fired once. And he brought a mule deer in.
Frisco Gun Club is a one-of-a-kind facility offering a luxury gun range, club, and retail pro shop, selling firearms, ammo, accessories, and apparel. With 36 handgun lanes and full rifle lanes, it's the largest indoor range in the country. Gunsmiths are on-site, and CHL and safety training classes are available. Frisco Gun Club is open to the public and has a variety of annual memberships from entry level to private VIP club complete with full bar, cigar room, and upscale dining. Call 855-FRISCO-CLUB, that's 855-FRISCO-CLUB, or visit FriscoGun.com, opening summer 2013. Need to buy a trailer? Well, Big Tex Trailers is DFW's number one source for trailers. In addition to utility trailers, we have the largest selection of cargoes anywhere. CM Cargoes, Wells Cargoes, Hallmark, Cargo Craft, and Pace. You want it? We got it. Come and get it. Call 972-501-0200 or go to BigTexDFW.com. That's Big Tex Trailers, tough as a Texas Longhorn. Did you know there's a bank that will pay you to be its customer? That's right. Lone Star Ag Credit is a cooperative and, since it's owned by its stockholders, pays millions in dividends each year. That's free money to every borrower. Lone Star Ag Credit serves people all over Northeast Texas, assuring you competitive interest rates on real estate loans, rural home loans, livestock and farm and ranch loans. Contact Lone Star Ag Credit today at 800-530-1252 or on the web at LoneStarAgCredit.com. Equal housing lender. Hey, y'all. Cable Smith here for Tioga Retrievers. As bird hunters, we expect the most out of our gun dogs. And that's why I sent my sweet girl, Belle, to Angie and Tim Becker at Tioga Retrievers. Not only were her manners and obedience spot on in the blind and in the field, but Belle picked up over 200 birds in her first season. So whether you want a well-rounded hunting dog or just a well-mannered companion for the home, Tioga Retrievers has you covered. Located in Aubrey, Texas, visit TiogaRetrievers.com. That's T-I-O-G-A Retrievers.com. Coons Canyon Ranch in Rock Springs, Texas specializes in exotics such as Axis Deer and Black Buck. Coons Canyon offers quality animals at a price the working man can afford. Right now, save 10% on any package of multiple animals. Military personnel, police, and firefighters also get 10% off. Lodging is available upon request, as are other exotic species. Visit CoonsCanyonRanch.com for your next exotic trophy hunt. That's CoonsCanyonRanch.com. Chevy Silverado is the most dependable, longest-lasting, full-size pickup on the road, and that's just what you'd expect from your truck, the Chevy Silverado. From worksite to home front, dependability based on longevity, 1981 through July 2012, full-size pickup registrations. Howdy Outdoors fans, Michael Curvy, Internet Manager at Grab Chevrolet. We're proud to be the official dealership of the Lone Star Radio Show. We have a large selection of new Chevys starting at just $12,999. Lowest overhead means lowest price in North Texas. We'll beat any price on a new Chevy guaranteed. Drive a little, save a lot, Chevys are cheaper in Grand Prairie. Call 800-560-3518 or shop online 24-7 at GrafChevrolet.com. Graf Chevrolet, serving Texas outdoors fans since 1952. Chevy runs deep. Take it easy, take it slow. One more drink, one more road. Cable Smith welcoming everybody back to the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoors show powered by Chevy Silverado and Hoff Power Polaris. Up in Flames is the name of that one from our good buddy Brandon Ryder. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're about to get into a very detailed account of a fellow Texas outdoorsman's desert bighorn sheep hunt. The hardest tag to get your hands on in our great state as uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife 
issues between two and three tags annually through their draw system. Uh, but before we hear about a truly amazing hunt, this segment is brought to you by Sendero Seed Company, Texas' premier seed company offering anything and everything for all your planting needs. Keep that whitetail herd happy and healthy and call Sendero Seed at 1-877-610-SEED today or check them out at SenderoSeed.com. Well, let's go ahead and pick it back up with Weatherford's Britton Schweitzer, a recent Texas Parks and Wildlife Grand Slam Hunt Package winner. Uh, we've already heard about his whitetail mule deer and pronghorn antelope hunts. Now let's change it up and talk desert bighorns. And Britton, I understand uh, that this hunt came with plenty of highs and lows and bumps and bruises, uh, and you ended up in the emergency room when it was all said and done. <laughs> Well, what happened is, uh, you know, I took my father-in-law. My father-in-law is a, uh, was a fishing guide in Alaska, and he moved down here when we had our first child. He's 62, and he's been training for months and months and months to do this trip. And uh, so I brought him out there, and this, it was in the uh, Sierra Diablo Wildlife Management Area. Uh-huh. And uh, that's north, let's see, northeast of, or northwest of Van Horn. So it's somewhat in the El Paso area, too. And uh, just huge canyons, just a really, really beautiful area. But everything out there sticks, bites, or pokes you. And uh, <laughs> I mean, really, really rough terrain, sharp rocks, I mean, everything. And about 20 minutes into our first day, I realized how out of shape I was. Because it was the uh, middle of July, and uh, I had just, you know, probably two or three gallons of water in my pack. And, and you know, we we're carrying guns and everything else. There were seven guys from Texas Parks and Wildlife. Uh, to, to help out on this hunt. Wow. The first day it rained, poured on us because it rained more in that one day than it has, than it usually does in a whole year out there. Yeah. And so they were quite excited. We got got a couple of trucks stuck in the mud and just all kinds of fun stuff on the <laughs> first day. But we did find a few, um, and we watched them for a while, but it wasn't the one that we were looking for. Uh, at one point, we picked up my backpack, and there was a rattlesnake right next to it, and, you know, just all kinds <laughs> of fun stuff like that. But the first day, during the middle of the day, my my leg, my knee started hurting, and uh, it was hurting inside. There wasn't that, oh, shucks, no, moment where you trip on a rock and you feel like, oh, this is going to hurt later. It was just, it started hurting, and I yeah. uh, couldn't figure out why. Uh, I just kind of was one-legging it the rest of the day, and that night, packed, you know, ice on, on it, and ate some Advil, and just hoped for the best. Well, day two comes about, and we're out, and uh, one of the guys on the radio, we've been out there, you know, uh, probably six, seven hours, and each day we were walking anywhere from seven to twelve miles mm-hmm. around there, up and down, climbing and, and everything else. And one of the guys calls on the radio and says, Hey, I think we found the one we're looking for and uh so we uh go around a mountain about a good mile another mile away and, and I once you're within a mile of the of the animal that's radio silence. Nobody talks on the radio, you know, there's just you just don't do it. And uh my guy said, Hey, have a seat here. We're gonna I'm gonna go around this and see if he's where I think he might be, and uh, so all right. So we waited there for a while, which I was I was happy about because my leg was hurting. And uh, he came back around and said, "Hey, you ready for this?" He's like, "That's he's over there. It's going to be about a 260 yard shot. It's going to be across from one mountain to the other, and it's really windy in the in the deal and, and this and that." And I'm like, "Yeah, let's let's do this." And he's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he said, "Well, have you ever been rock climbing before?" I said, well, kind of. And he said, well, here's the deal. He's like, we're going to have to belly crawl about 100 yards. 
and uh, it's kind of on a cliff. And then we're going to have to kind of Spider-Man around a uh, a cliff to get to this this spot. <laughs> and well, he said, now the problem is, is if you slip off this cliff, you're probably not coming home. So you do you want to do this? And I said, you know what? It's now or never. Let's go for it. So I wrapped uh, shirts around both elbows and we belly crawled and uh, got around the cliff. And I was uh, perched behind a rock on the cliff. And on the left hand side was the cliff. On my right hand side was the was the wall. And there was a big rock in front of me. So I, I had to lean out over the cliff because I'm right handed to shoot. And I had to hide behind the rock so the, the sheep wouldn't see me. So I uh, had one foot on a cactus, my left foot on a cactus holding me on the cliff, and I had my right elbow still wrapped with a, a shirt on the other side of the cliff on a cactus, of course. And uh, I uh, was peeking around this, this rock to look at him while he was just laying there. And so I've been in this position for about, about 30 minutes or so. Well, all of a sudden he stands up. And so I tell him, hey, you just stood up. And he's like, okay, okay, we'll shoot when you're ready. I was like, well, the problem is he's staring straight at me. Like, shoot when you're ready. I'm like, but he's staring straight at me. He's like, shoot when you're ready. I said, hey. I'm like, you're not helping me out at all. I want to get him broadside. He's like, he's like, man, he could stare at you for 10 hours, or he could sprint and take off and never see him again. He's like, they're they're unpredictable like that. They're not like white tails where you kind of get it, can see some body language of what they're going to do. These guys, you don't know. So yeah. all I'm looking at is shoulders and horns, and I'm like, well, okay. And at this point, I'm starting to shake because I've been standing at the same awkward position over a cliff for 30 minutes or so. And I said, you know what? It is now or never. So I, I, I got confident and made a shot. I made that shot and, uh, he's all reload, reload, reload. I'm usually a pretty good shot and I usually don't have to reload. <laughs> so I was like, no way. You know, I, just, you know, heart dropped. I'm like, are you kidding me? And so I, I reloaded and made a Hail Mary shot because he was running off. Well, that second shot, we definitely know didn't hit him. And so uh, we climb around and go about another mile because we have to go all the way back around to this other top of the mountain where he was shot. And uh, all we see is a little blood, drop of blood here, a little drop of blood there, a little drop of blood here. And it was you know, 20 yards, every 30 yards, 40 yards, 50 yards, 60 yards. And then all of a sudden, there's this, we, we lost the trail. We've got seven guys trying to track this thing. Oh. And so my head's down. I'm sitting there going, man, I don't know. Well, somewhere in this process, I had gotten a piece of a, I believe it was a yucca plant jabbed in my leg. And so I've got my left leg, which is just hurting like you wouldn't believe in the knee. And then I've got this other thing that's swollen up like a golf ball on the cap of my other leg. And so I was just like, are you kidding me? Wow. So you know you've hit the ram, but you can't find him. And you've got these yucca, I guess, spines burning a hole in your leg, which will eventually put you in the emergency room. Yeah, you know, I told the guy, I told everybody, I like, guys, there's nothing I would have done differently except had him broadside, but I felt confident about the shot. I really felt confident about the shot. I can't think of anything I would have done differently. And uh, naturally, you know, we couldn't find it. Naturally, I, I just I'd overanalyzed the situation like anybody, I guess, would. And uh, so we we finally decided, well, well, let's go back to camp. And we'll regroup in the morning and go to the, the spot that he was at. So that night, I spent half that night trying to remove this uh, yucca plant out of my leg to no avail. We get up the next morning, go to the same spot we were at uh, that we saw him, and there was a uh, a area on the cliff that you could see where something had knocked over some rocks. And so we're thinking, hey, you know, maybe he, he fell out and fell down the cliff. Mm-hmm. We'll get down to the bottom of the cliff, and 
there's a fresh mountain lion killed. And it was a, a small mule deer that had been killed. And it was pretty gruesome sight. Wow, so that could have been promising, but turned out to be a, a dead end. And now you're back at square one as far as trying to find your ram. So that whole third day, we were walking everywhere. We could look at them, look at them, look at them. We just couldn't, we couldn't find no more sign of them whatsoever. Hmm. So fourth day comes around, and we decide, well, maybe it was just not a great shot. Maybe just, you know, he was just grazed, and we'll, we'll sit on a bunch of different mountaintops and watch and watch and watch. And we did, and we, we found one that we thought was him, but we couldn't tell. He never turned the right direction so we could see, and um, we watched him for about three hours and then realized it wasn't. So by that time, the, the day was pretty much over. So fifth day comes around. Now, the fifth day is the last day of the hunt, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here going, man, I'm going to go home without a big horn sheep. And, you know, but something can pause him. Like, at least he wasn't mortally wounded. You know, at least you didn't go in vain and, you know, of course, they remind me that I'm the it would be the only one that never harvested that won that hunt. And so I said, "Well, oh, great. There's a record I don't want to break." <laughs> we ended up going back down to that mountain lion kill area, and we all split up. Seven of us went all seven different directions. I hopped in the jeep with one of the Texas Parks and Wildlife guys, and we hear on the radio one of the guys go, "Hey, Dennis is yelling." Well, Dennis is my father-in-law, and I'm sitting there going, "This is not good." If he can hear him yelling, they went different directions. If they can hear him yelling, this is just not good at all. Yeah. And uh, so I'm thinking, great, now I'm going to have a big horn sheep. I've got a father-in-law that's injured or, or dying or a mountain lion that got him by the leg or something, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm just going, this is just not good at all. And so we hop in the jeep and we're flying back down there as fast as we can. And you can, you can hear bits and pieces of the radio. The radio's going in and out. And guys are talking. And you can hear one guy, he's running and talking and yelling on the radio and you know, everybody's freaking out about my father-in-law because he didn't have a radio on him, and and uh, we just don't know what's going on. We get further down, and all of a sudden, you're on the radio, tell Britain congratulations. <laughs> and I'm like, and we stopped the Jeep and look at each other, and I said, he said what I think he said. He's like, I don't know. Hold on, let's let's call back. And he called him back, and I said, tell Britain congratulations. You go down and follow that ravine that Dennis went up, and we were like, you got you got to be kidding me. We couldn't believe it. You can hear hooting and hollering. I mean, people yelling, and then, you know they're just excited. I'll get out, and, and it ended up that my father-in-law was walking around. And he was taking pictures, and just da 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 da. I mean, everybody, we'd all kind of given up. Well, it ended up that uh, my bighorn was on a big flat rock. You could have seen him from half a mile away if you would have just been, if you would have been anywhere in that area. And uh, on a big white rock, right in the center of it, laying there, not a drop of blood under him, no blood around him. It ended up that it was a it was a good shot. It was it went through his front shoulder and clipped his lung, um, and uh, the blood it bled completely internally. Uh-huh. And the blood that that had that we saw was from his back leg because it went through his back leg also. And so that was the only bleeding that he did. So mountain lions didn't find nothing found him. He was in perfect shape. Uh, it had been really cool, abnormally cool, and rained a lot of the time we were out there or sprinkled. And so I kept him in wonderful shape. And uh, out of all people, it was just really awesome. My father-in-law got to find him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that just made it, that made the experience even more so. Of course, you know, I'll probably hear about it the rest of my life. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that, that really was the kicker. And so it was really a just the most awesome one I've ever been on because of the ups and the downs. The, you know, the, the sorrow and the happiness. And, I mean, just, you know, every experience you can experience on a hunt, we experienced on a hunt. It was just a amazing, amazing deal.
Well, Britton, you certainly experienced an emotional roller coaster as well as uh, intense physical pain, <laughs> which makes those type of experiences all the more rewarding. And I'm certainly glad that you got your Ram because, like we said, uh, that desert bighorn tag is just about impossible to get your hands on in Texas. Uh, and that would have been uh, truly sad had you come home empty-handed. Yeah. You know, like we said, Texas Parks and Wildlife only issues two, maybe three of those tags per season, uh, and they're all done through drawings except for uh, one of them goes at auction, and that thing goes for, you know, upwards of $100,000 most of the time. Yeah, it's the Bighorn Sheep Society that auctions it off. I, I actually had people offer me up at the restaurant, uh, you know, $150,000, $200,000 for it. And oh, my God. They're non-transferable anyway, and, and I wouldn't have done it, but... Yeah, there's definitely a demand for it big time. They're just like, do you understand what you got? And yeah. I'm like, oh my god, yes I do, yes I do. But I've, I've got them all. I've got them all displayed at the uh, at the Weatherford Downtown Cafe. They, I just got them back uh, two weeks ago, and they're all up on the wall up there. So we've got a lot of people coming in to check it out. I'm getting a plaque made underneath it to explain how how I came about winning these hunts. So hopefully that uh, will help people incentivize people to. to donate money like I do to, to benefit the Texas Parks and Wildlife. Yeah, in Britain, you know, Texas Parks and Wildlife obviously depends on funding raised through the draw opportunities. I mean, you mentioned over 18,000 people applied for this Grand Slam that you ended up winning. Well, at $9 a pop, you know, that's over $1.6 million just for that one hunt. Uh, and then there's obviously other online hunts you can apply for. And then when you buy your Texas hunting license, they send you a booklet which has a litany of other opportunities, whitetail, exotics, alligator, turkey, hogs, uh, you name it, it's in there. And uh, and I think those applications, those are closer to like, I think three or $4 a pop. I got drawn for a, a hunt in the hill country for whitetail one time, a great experience. And in addition to wanting to hear you share your hunting successes as a result of this draw program, um, I think it's important to let everybody know that these opportunities are out there and you know throw your hat in the ring you never know what could happen i mean look at your story absolutely absolutely well hey Britton, it's been a pleasure man congratulations on winning the grand slam that truly is the hunting package of a lifetime absolutely awesome thank you very much so there he goes Britton schweitzer winner of the texas parks and wildlife grand slam oh man i tell you what to be able to hunt desert Bighorn sheep in Texas. Woo! That is high up on my bucket list. Probably won't ever happen. You either got to be a millionaire or uh, you got to be as lucky as Britain. But uh, still, what a cool deal. But uh, anyway, let's knock out a quick break. When we come back, we'll check in with Captain Lynn Gerard. He joins us live from Baffin Bay. It's our coastal fishing report coming up only on the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoors show. All right, listen up, all you Texas outdoorsmen and women. SDS Outdoors is a top-tier manufacturer and distributor of high-quality, feature-rich, luxury outdoor products. Their product lines include luxury deer blinds, deer blind windows, gun range towers, bow fishing boats, and a whole lot more. Call SDS Outdoors at 214-551-1530 or check them out online at www.sdsoutdoors.com. 
Chevy Silverado has been recognized by Vincentric for lowest total cost of ownership of any full-size pickup. Based on factors like depreciation, fuel, and maintenance, visit your local Chevy dealer to find out why the Silverado is a smart choice. Based on Vincentric US 2012 model level analysis. Ben Lofton Fencing is Texas' premier fencing company. They apply a design-it-right, build-it-right-the-first-time mindset to all projects. And with 15-plus years' experience, there's no job they won't tackle. Ben Lofton Fencing specializes in deer and exotic game fences, breeder and handling facilities, water gaps, as well as farm and ranch fences, and corrals and working pens. Better Business Bureau certified, they offer the quality and personal service you expect. So for your next fencing project, go Texan and call Mr. Lofton himself at 254-709-1320 or visit benloftonfencing.com. Hey everybody, this is Brian Spagnol from TexasMotorCars.com. I'm here today to tell you about the best place in Texas to shop for your next vehicle. TexasMotorCars.com is a family-owned and operated business located in Addison, Texas. We have a huge inventory of pre-owned vehicles and specialize in trucks and SUVs. Please visit TexasMotorCars.com today. Come see me, Brian Spagnola. Our phone number is 972-481-1660. <laughs> Do you have a hog problem at your ranch or deer lease? We have the solution. The System Hog Trap comes in two sizes, 17-foot and 30-foot diameter traps. After you trap the hogs, take the top section off the trap and use it for another feeder site to keep the hogs away from the feeder. The System is both a trap and a deer food plot fence. That way you don't waste your money on just a hog trap. Call 940-391-3669 or visit www.goinfencing.com. That's goinfencing.com. The new Bobcat Utility Vehicle is here at Bobcat of Dallas and Fort Worth, and it's hungry. Get ready to work like an animal and love it. Powerful, ultra-comfortable, and sure-footed, this lineup of vehicles delivers legendary Bobcat performance, so you can sink your teeth into a wide range of jobs with twice the horsepower, 1,850 pounds of payload capacity, and four-wheel independent suspension. You will love it. Stop in at Bobcat of Dallas and Fort Worth to see for yourself. Cowboys ain't supposed to cry, ain't supposed to tell a lie. Get back up when you fall, even if your back's against the wall. Cowboys walk a straight line, never get left behind. Wish someone could tell me Cowboys why ain't supposed cowboy. to cry, great tune there. From the Scotty Thurman Band, bringing us back on the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoors show, powered by Hoff Power Polaris and Chevy Silverado. I'm Cable Smith. Thank you so much for letting me ride shotgun with you this morning, as uh, we are about to talk trout and redfish and a whole lot more with Captain Lynn Gerard, who joins us live from Baffin Bay for our Cabela's Corner Coastal Fishing Report. Uh, but first... This segment is proudly brought to you by Lone Star Light, the national beer of Texas, and uh, my favorite way to celebrate tight lines and a successful day on the water is by grabbing my fishing buddies and myself a couple ice-cold Lone Star Lights. Lone Star Light, the official beer of Cabela's Lone Star Outdoors show. Well, let's go ahead and check in with our longtime friend and fishing guide, Captain Lynn Gerard, who joins us now from the Texas coast. Captain Lynn, how's it going? Pretty good. Not too bad, Cable. We're catching fish as usual, <laughs> but right now it's the spawn, and so we're getting giant trout. It's been really fun. I know. I've been seeing lots of pictures on your Facebook page of uh, clients with 25-plus-inch trout. We've actually got a couple over 30 so far. They went right to the taxidermist, and 
and wow. that's kind of cool too. Um, we're fishing just about where, where we went fishing that time, just about the mouth of Baffin Bay. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, we're using croaker for bait, live croaker, which is like you know how fun that is. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that is like a that is like a kick in the butt. I love using the live croaker, and you always say you never know what you know the size of the fish you'd run into. In fact, the other day we had a I had two guys and and I believe we had a limit of fish by nine o'clock in the morning, and I think we started at about seven thirty, and so it was really hot. It was <laughs> just because you can only keep one trout in your limit over 25 inches. Uh-huh. So we caught two trout right off the bat that were right around 26 and one 26 and a half inches. And then later, about maybe 45 minutes later, they catch one 28. And, you know, I was breaking their heart, but I got to throw them back. <laughs> you, know, you can't do anything <laughs> about it. Got one that was 29 and a half, just barely touching, you know, just almost touching 30 inches. When you get a fish that's 30 inches, that's, that's when you want to have them mounted. Because, you know, that's kind of like the, that's the number. I mean, 30 inches is like the number you want to keep mm-hmm. to have mounted, but we couldn't keep that one either, so. That's oh, like well. a 170-inch whitetail. Yeah, same thing, <laughs> on a way. You just got to hit that hit that mark, and Yeah. then it's good to go. Well, yeah, and, you know, last time we talked, uh, you, you guys were hammering the trout, um, but you weren't having to go as far as, as to baffin, which I know uh, you will do, if people, especially if people want to target big trout. Um, yeah, that's true. But we have a, a brown tide that hit the hit the coastal area right now, mm-hmm. and it really is messed up. There's just a certain areas it hits, and it, what it does, a brown tide is not like the red tide. Red tide is the where the plankton is actually gets in the fish's gills and kills the fish, and then it's all you know smelly and stuff. But a brown tide is what it does. It just like takes the oxygen out of the water, it blocks the sunlight out. And, and it uh, just drives the fish away. In other words, it drives the bait away, and when the bait's getting driven away, then the fish are gone. So, mm-hmm. but it's it's relatively in the, you know, it just it's pretty local area right now, right around Laguna Madre. So we have to travel a little bit further, maybe you know, twenty, thirty minutes to get away from it. But it it won't last forever. It'll go away. I'd probably be fishing down there anyway. So yeah. because the bigger trout are down toward Baffin, and plus we're catching redfish and. And I found a couple of my secret mangrove snapper holes, which which are always fun because mangrove snapper are not giant, but they sure are good eating. They're just like a delicacy on the coast. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to know where they're at, and of course, I just tell them we caught them over there. <laughs> <laughs> not very specific, but. Uh huh. But anyway. And are the are the mangroves hitting the uh, live croaker as well? They they'll hit the croaker. They we use live shrimp too. I always bring live shrimp because you never know when you're going to run into some some black drum. And once we get our trout, like I said, when we got we got our limited trout by nine o'clock in the morning, then we went over and started you know chasing redfish around and black drum and got some mango snapper. So we come up with a pretty good box. I think that day we had sixty two pounds, which is pretty good. Yeah, I would say that's a pretty good haul. Uh, well, Captain Lynn, talk about what artificials uh, you're having a lot of success with right now. It's always it always makes everybody excited when you get when you get these big trout to hit a uh, super spook junior or, or you know any kind of topwater plug, and it's I mean it just drives you you know drives you nuts. Your heart just drops, and you just you know you get all excited like you know it's your first fish. It seems like and and because they do really get aggressive, you know this time of year especially because they're you know they're full of eggs and. They're also very hungry during the spawn time, and they're they also actually they they hit the croaker because the croaker is natural enemies to the trout because the croaker eat the trout's eggs. Mm-hmm. So they're going to hit that trout if they're hungry or not, 
and the same thing with that top water. They just seem like they're just they're just hitting it to kill it. It seems like I mean they just go crazy. And also the redfish. Now when you see the redfish has its mouth is relatively on the bottom of the fish when you look at them. If you look at a picture, and so they have to come almost all the way out of the water to hit your plug. And when they do that. You talk about exciting. I mean, they just make a huge swirl. They'll follow it like a, a lot of times they'll follow your top water like a little submarine behind it, and it'll just make a wake behind your top water, and then all of a sudden they'll come completely out of the water and hit that top water, and that is like way cool. Uh-huh. It's really fun that way. Yeah, no doubt yeah. about it. What uh, what colors are you are you using right now as far as artificials go? Well, we're using a chartreuse. Uh, well, the plum chartreuse is is good for your for your um, soft plastics. Tequila, tequila is the is the uh, is the super lure, I guess. I mean, the super soft plastic. Mm-hmm. But as for the top waters, we're using uh, a lot of bright colors, a lot of fluorescent, you know, almost yellow, and um, and it just seems like it's just been working really well. So, and of course, you can see it on top of the water real well. So this uh-huh. really makes it cool. Well, Captain Lynn, go back to the soft plastics here for a second. Uh, when you're trying to entice a redfish or a trout to strike, you know, describe the technique that you're using. Well, now that the water temperature is higher, you're going to use a, a, a light jig head, very light jig head. In the wintertime when the water's cold, you just kind of want to go real slow and bounce the bottom. And with a lighter jig head, I just I like really making the fish mad and really kind of teasing them and, and you know, and really kind of jerking the jerking your bait pretty, you know, letting it hit the bottom and then jerking it real fast and moving it real fast and then slowing up and then usually you'll get your get your bite. Uh-huh. And, well, now we're starting to get a lot more, you know, a lot more um, grass and stuff on the bottom and everything else. So now, you know, of course, you got to keep it off the bottom a little bit to stay away from the weeds and everything. So mm-hmm. The intercoastal has been very good, too. It's been, you know, that's a little bit deeper and it's away from the brown tide. And so we're catching you know, quite a few fish on the intercoastal and into Corpus Bay, which is also, you could, the fish aren't quite as big, but they sure are like silver. They're real pretty. And they're, you know, just perfect size, about 18 inch or so. Awesome. And so, yeah, it's been pretty good. The redfish also, you know, of course, they're, they're schooling up and everything now too also. So you can, you can kind of count on when you see, now, now's the time of year where you see those tails sticking up and you see the, you know, the schools of redfish in one foot of water and stuff. (laughs) Then your heart goes crazy. That's when you want to use your artificial silver spoons or gold spoons, whichever uh-huh. you like. And you see those redfish tailing like that, and you know then that is really cool. Oh man, it's uh, it's one of my favorites. There's no doubt. Chunking artificials at schools of redfish that you can actually see. Whew, doesn't get much better. I tell you what. Hey, Captain Lynn, uh, it sounds like the uh, the brown tide isn't holding y'all down. You're catching lots of trout and redfish with some bonus mangrove snapper. Uh, if anybody else wants to book a trip with Captain Lynn, head on down to the Texas coast. Uh, just visit his website at captainlinsfishing.com. Uh, he's very patient and is very kid-friendly also. So if you want to take your youngster out, uh, Captain Lynn will be happy to do that as well. We certainly appreciate your time and look forward to talking to you again here in a couple weeks. Okay, thanks, Cable. Bye-bye. So there he goes, Captain Lynn Gerard. Uh, We certainly appreciate his time today. That segment, by the way, proudly brought to you by Rudy's Barbecue. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner at one of their convenient Metroplex locations and enjoy Rudy's true Texas-style barbecue. Uh, Thanks to Captain Lynn. Thanks to our other guests today as we are out of time. Of course, 
Bo Jackson, uh, one of the perhaps best athletes ever to lace up a pair of cleats. And then uh, also Britton Schweitzer, the Texas Parks and Wildlife Grand Slam hunt winner. Um, next week we'll be joined by John Devney of Delta Waterfowl. We'll talk nesting conditions. How's that fall flight going to look for all of us Texas waterfowlers? Uh, we'll get into that and a whole lot more. Thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible. Thanks to you, the listener, for being a part of the Cabela's Lone Star Outdoors show. Until next time, I'm Cable Smith saying, y'all have a great week in the outdoors. Me to be headed down south down to Laguna Madre Cruising over the causeway There's nobody here Howdy folks, I'm Lee Hoffbear for Hoffbear's Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas. We hope you love listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show, because we do, and we're proud to be a title sponsor. Now listen up, we here at Hoffbear Outdoor Superstore have got some great deals for you folks that love the great outdoors. Whether you're needing a brand new Polaris ATV, or maybe a Polaris Ranger, to ride around check your deer feeders, get to and from the deer blind, maybe to get you down to the dove patch, whatever your needs are, we can fix you up with a brand new Polaris today. Now we're also a New Holland tractor and equipment dealer. Now I'm just speculating, but maybe you need a new tractor and shredder to shred around your deer blinds, maybe clean up around deer camp, or maybe even shred a few lanes in those sunflower pack. Now, we've got lots more than just Polaris and New Holland, so come check us out today. Hoffbauer's Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas. You can check us out on the web at hpolaris.com. Better yet, just come see us. Highway 84 West in Gulfway, Texas, and in Central Texas for over 48 years now. And folks, we couldn't have stuck around this long. We were steering you wrong. Chevy Silverado is the most dependable, longest-lasting, full-size pickup on the road. And that's just what you'd expect from your truck, the Chevy Silverado. From worksite to home front, dependability based on longevity, 1981 through July 2012, full-size pickup registrations. BioBore EB is the premier gasoline additive that combats the negative effects ethanol has on an engine. Its comprehensive formula is designed to protect marine engines and marine environments, yet also works great in all two- and four-stroke engines. It prevents phase separation and ethanol-related engine problems while stabilizing fuel for 18 months. BioBore's detergents also clean the entire fuel system of carbon and varnishes. BioBore EB has the best treat rate in the industry. One ounce treats an amazing 15 gallons of gas. Available at your local sporting goods store or visit BioBore.com today. Cinnamon Creek Ranch is not your typical archery club. It's a one-of-a-kind archery facility with indoor and outdoor ranges, a full pro shop, and six different 3D courses. Cinnamon Creek was designed by hunters for hunters. Located on 80 acres in Roanoke, Texas, and offering over 200 3D targets to shoot at, this one-of-a-kind event facility was designed with a bow hunter in mind. Call 817-439-8998 or visit us at cinnamoncreekranch.com. That's cinnamoncreekranch.com.